Welcome to the Sageness Podcast, Kings and Queens. I'm your host. My name is Leilani. This episode's quote is by Lao Cha. And the quote reads, Being deeply loved by someone gives you the strength while loving someone deeply gives you courage. So I am actually dedicating this episode to my husband. And the reason why is because we are going to be celebrating our 12-year anniversary this month. And so I thought it would be fitting to talk about marriage. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about our marriage and um, things that I've realized in our journey being married for myself that kind of opened up the gate to help me become a better spouse. But before I get into it, I want to give a disclaimer, not a marriage counselor. Um, I am not qualified to be a marriage counselor. I just know that in my experience, in my marriage, I know like marriage is, it is a beautiful thing, but I know it is work. And I feel like a lot of times there's things that are, maybe I should say advice that married people can give to other married people to help them a little bit in their marriage journey. Because marriage is a beautiful thing, but it is work. And and there's a lot of things that come with marriage and a lot of moving parts. And sometimes it can be hard to um, see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're going through something in your marriage. So I thought that this would be a fitting topic since we are celebrating our anniversary coming up. And it kind of just made me want to talk about it because of the things, you know, when I thought back to when I realized, you know, our, our anniversary is coming up and I kind of thought back to where we started to where we are now. Um, so I will talk a little bit about, uh, ba- you know, a little background story on my marriage. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'm just going to be talking about like things that I've learned in my journey being married. Um, our marriage has been the best journey of my life. Out of everything that I've gone through, out of everything that I've done or tried to do in my life, our marriage has been one of the best journeys of my life. I met my husband when I was 19. And so We've known each other for about, let's see, 20 years now. And um, we've been married for 12 of those years. We did start out as friends and our relationship grew from there. And there have been ups in our marriage and our relationship and there have been down struggles, good and bad times. But something I've learned, and I've actually learned this from my husband, is that giving up on our marriage, on each other, should never be an option. Um, That is something that my husband was always a strong believer in, and that helped keep me going when we were facing hard times in our marriage, that I knew like we had to keep moving forward, just like in life, right? And I always talk about that when you're going through anything in your life, when you're going in through anything in a journey, you have to keep moving forward. You have to embrace the struggles and work through the struggles and find strength in the struggles and move forward. Well, a marriage journey is very much the same thing. There was a point in our marriage where things were hard and I could not always see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'll say that. I couldn't always see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I always understood through my husband that giving up on my marriage was not going to be an option. 
And through that process, I gained so much understanding and I started to understand that the key to fixing a lot of problems in my marriage was to fix me, <laughs> right? It was to deal with myself, basically. And um, I feel like in marriages, we often spend a lot of our time telling our spouses what they're doing wrong instead of controlling the one element that we can control. And that element essentially is you, right? For me, it was it was me. Um, learning that created a huge pivot in my marriage. It created a huge shift in my marriage because I was no longer focusing on all the things that my husband could do or should do or I expected him to do to make me happy or to make my life better. And I started shifting that focus to what can I do to make my life better, to make me happy. Because, you know, one of the things I strongly believe is the only person that can really make you happy is you. Regardless of what relationship you are in with someone, what that relationship is, be it a mother, brother, father, son, daughter, wife, husband, you know, child. I feel like a lot of times we look to relationships to fulfill our lives and to give our lives meaning. And the only thing that can really give your life meaning is you, right? The only thing that can make you happy is you. And so when I realized a lot of the issues that I felt took place in our marriage didn't start with my husband. It actually started with me changing my outlook on things, changing my expectation of things, and also taking the time to realize that I am not perfect. So why would I expect my spouse to be? Why or how could I expect my spouse to understand me enough to know what to do or what I expect out of him or what I want or what's going to make me happy, right? Because a lot of things in life that make you happy, those constantly shift and change. The car you buy as a teenager may not necessarily make you happy. It'll make you happy as a teenager. But when you get older and you mature, you're going to want a different type of car, right? So we're constantly changing and our state of happiness and the things that make us happy constantly shift. And in a marriage, that's what, or I feel, I feel in marriage, that's what it constantly is. It's, it's, it's shifting and changing and rotating, but in, in that marriage, you have to shift and change and rotate together, right? But you rotate together to create understanding of each other and to create a marriage that um, is filled with understanding, love, and peace, basically. What I found was when I focused on changes in me, that is when I started to see my marriage grow and become more solid. And I don't want to put it out there like I changed the marriage and saved the marriage. No, it was both of us working towards a common goal. It was both of us working towards making ourselves better so that we could make our marriage better. And I've said this before, like my husband understood so much more about being happy and about just living freely and and living abundantly than I did. So he kind of already had a lot of that state of mind. And it's a lot of things I didn't understand. And because I didn't understand it, and I didn't see things the way he did, it did create friction. However, his part in that 
to help secure our marriage was to be patient with me. You know, he was very patient with me, even though he couldn't understand for the life of me what I didn't understand or why I couldn't understand things. And I did the same thing. And so when I started to realize like, yeah, I I have to work on myself and fix myself, that's when I started to see things change in my marriage and um, things especially in me. And maybe it was because I started to change a little bit and I became a happier person. And my husband started to realize like my wife is becoming this person. And it, I I feel like I was an easier person to deal with probably than what I was before. So, you know, that I'm sure that made him happy. And, and our, our marriage just started to flow. I'll say that our marriage just started to flow more freely and easy because I was not always worried. I was not always thinking about what needed to be done or the next steps. I was just finally at a place in my life where I was just living life to be happy and taking things day by day. Yes, I had goals. Yes, we have goals in our marriage. Yes, we have things we want to do, but we focused on the important stuff and we focused on, I, I mean, I focused on me and he he focused on things in his own way and I focused on things in my own way based on the issues that we had within ourselves. But like I said, you know, my husband, he just got it. Like he understands how to live a happy life. And some of us don't have that understanding. Some people are just naturally happy people and some people have to learn to be happy, sad to say. I was one of those people who had to learn to be happy because I didn't understand it. And I noticed that when I worked on solidifying myself, I was able to see the struggles more that my husband was having being a husband being a father, just being a man overall, I was able to basically be outside of myself because when, you know, I felt like I was so, I guess I'll say selfish, like I'll just put it out there. I was more selfish and worried about myself that once I really started just being happy with where I was at in life and being okay with everything and not worrying about so much like how we were going to pay bills, how we were going to do this, what's our next move. I wasn't worried about those things. I was able to just sit back and really notice like things that my husband was struggling with as a husband, as a father. And um, just like I said, as overall, as a man living in this society, it was like someone took blinders off. And I started to realize that my focus as his wife should not be to be a burden on him. But my focus as his wife should be to be his peace. That should be my focus. That should be my goal. Because men nowadays, and and, and I'm sure before, um, they put up with a lot. They do a lot, you know, and, and, uh, and women do too. I'm not downplaying what we as women do and what part we play in the household or as wives or as mothers. But I started to notice that with all the things and all the struggles that my husband had, you know, in his life, I, it was my job to make sure that the household was peaceful. And one of the things that as women, we have control over a lot of times is, and we don't always realize it, is how peaceful of a household we have. Before I realized these things, I would come home And my kids would be like, mom's coming home. She's going to start yelling. The house is not clean. 
everything's in disarray. Like, and when I walk through the door, everybody scatters. Everybody would scatter and start doing stuff like, oh, mom's home. She's going to be mad. She's going to start yelling. And so it took for my husband one day to sit me down and explain to me, like, everything doesn't have to be done when you get home. Um, And I kind of was like, "Uh, yeah, it does. But he's like, things will get done even if they don't get done before you come home from work. And it's okay. Like, we live in this house with five other people and it's okay for it to be messy. And so, I mean, and that part of my journey was like, I, I really had an issue with that, like coming home, seeing the mess. And um, I started to realize when he said that, like, yeah, when I walked through the door, the kids literally scatter, stop what they're doing, scatter, start cleaning up, or, or they just go to their rooms because they're like, I don't even want to hear what mom has to say today. And when he made me realize it, it kind of made me think like, no, I don't want my kids to run when I walk in the door. I don't want my kids to feel like they have to be uncomfortable when they, when I walk in the door. And so as women, like me noticing that, I, I realized as the woman of the household, you really do control a big part of the peace in your household. If If your household is peaceful and how your household flows. So once I realized that, Um, having a peaceful household became my goal. Having a place for my husband, my boys, my daughter to be peaceful is the most important thing to me now because, and and don't get me wrong, like if there's a outrageous mess, yes, I will say something. (laughs) Sometimes I'll say something. I'll resort back to my old ways. It happens. I'm not perfect at it. But I do realize overall the best thing as mothers and as wives that we can provide for our children is a peaceful household. And it took me a while to realize that. But when I started realizing that and I started taking the steps towards doing those things to make my household peaceful, I completely saw a different side of my children. Um, I come home and they hug me, ask me how my day was. Um, they no longer scatter or run, <laughs> run away to clean a mess. I ask them to clean, even if I'm mad. And and it's funny because it's it's very hard as a mother. Like when you come home and you've had a long day and things aren't right and you see your household is just tore back, tore up, things are in disarray because you haven't been home. It is very hard to not just pop off. It's very hard. But um, one of the things I do, and I, I think I've said this before in, in prior episodes, is I go, I come up to my room and I literally do my form, what I call a form of meditation. I will sit in my closet and probably scroll on my phone for a little bit, or I'll find something like just to take my mind off of the mess, re- regroup myself, gather myself, go downstairs. That way I can be the mother that I feel my kids deserve and the wife that my husband deserves. And, um, it is vital. I've realized it's vital to create a peaceful environment in your home because when kids grow up and when they move out, they need a place to come back to that that is peaceful, even if it's for a moment, you know, and our husbands need that. We need that as as wives. Um, But we, I feel as women, as wives, as mothers have to create that environment for our children and for our husbands. And, you know, one of the things I never understood in chess, I never understood why the queen was the most powerful piece, right? Like, why is the queen the most powerful piece on the board? 
So in my opinion, you know, I, I, I thought about this a lot. Like the queen is the most powerful piece. That absolutely it makes no sense to me. I, I hate chess though. So I don't play it, but my boys play it. And, and so I would always think like, that's ridiculous. But anyways, in my opinion, in life, a true king's job is to protect his queen and his kingdom, right? But a queen's job, her job is the most important. And it is to protect your king's peace and to be his peace as much as possible. I realized in my marriage, the more time I spent being positive towards my husband, being peaceful in our marriage and um, not treating my husband like an enemy, treating him like a friend when I'm angry or when he's trying to talk to me. And I, you know, I know sometimes like (laughs) when my husband tries to tell me stuff, I just automatically get defensive and put my armor on. But as a queen, you should never do that. You should never have your armor on when you're talking to the king, right? And when you're talking, when your husband's talking to you, like I've learned, I cannot do that. And I realized, you know, the more time I spent being positive towards my husband, peaceful in our marriage, um, the more my husband gave back to me. He's always been a giver, but the more he gave back to me, the more he became understanding of what I needed from him. Um, and the more peaceful our marriage became. And you know, in order for the king to function, the queen has to provide him with tranquility. And the only way to provide that is to make sure it's we implement it in our lives, to make sure that that peace is consistently implemented in our lives and throughout the household. Because um, if it's not, it just doesn't function well, honestly, just doesn't function. And if if the mother doesn't function, the kids can sense it, you know, I and mothers out there, how many times have you not had a good day and your kids are totally like, mom, are you okay? Mom, do you need anything? And, and they recognize it or, you know, sometimes I, one of my sons will ask me, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? You know, and, and it's like, how do they know? Just like we know something's wrong with our children, just like we know something's not right with our husbands our kids can sense those things with us. And I've noticed too, like when, if I'm crying, my kids are so devastated and they don't even know what's wrong with me. I could be crying watching a movie and they're like, what's wrong with mom, you know? And so even though, you know, we talk about kings and queens and the most powerful piece on the board, I think that the queen's job is a powerful job, you know, to protect her king's peace. And that allows him to have, it allows your husband to have a place to come to that is peaceful. And if it's peaceful, it's a place that he will want to be. And yes, the king has a job too, to appease the queen. Yes, he does. <laughs> but a lot of times um, as, as wives, we have to understand that the nagging um, the bickering, um, the, why aren't you helping me with laundry sometimes does not have to be said. And there's ways to say it in a more peaceful way. 
Um, a lot of times when I was upset, I would just fly off the handlebars. I would communicate in a way that was not so pleasant and it just created so much tension in my household and in my marriage. Like, and even one time our kids came up to us and they could actually commended us and they were like, I remember you guys used to argue a lot. My oldest one, he's he's in his 20s now, but he used to say to me, I remember you guys used to argue a lot when, when I was younger. And so I had the conversation with him, you know, and I pretty much told him like, yeah, we, we had growing up to do, you know, we, we, we had growing up to do in our marriage and um, we both played our parts. And one thing that we both understand in a marriage is that we can't give up on each other and we have to keep moving forward. And so all the things that I've learned in my marriage and all the things that I've gone through, I think the most prevalent, the most important thing that I have seen and my husband will tell me if he's if I'm wrong, because he's going to listen to this episode. I think the most prevalent thing a woman can do for her husband is to be a peaceful place for him. Um, there's a quote I found by Martin Luther, and it says to have peace and love in a marriage is a gift, which is next to the knowledge of the gospel. And so peace for your spouse should always be the goal. The best moments, I will say, in my marriage is not when me and my husband are out having fun, um, not when me and my husband are on vacation. The best moments in our marriage is when we are just able to sit in silence and just sit in silence sometimes. Um, I think like the best times are when we wake up in the morning kids are asleep and we get to just talk, have conversation with each other. Um, or even like when me and my husband are have a day off and we sit and talk with our kids or we watch a movie with our kids. And I think one of the best things in my marriage is being in my husband's company and being able to be in my husband's company and not speak a word. Um, those times when we're silent and relaxing and enjoying each other's company, you know, sitting in silence, like for some people and for me sometimes is can be a very uncomfortable thing. Like when you're sitting next to somebody and it's completely silent, you feel like we should be having a conversation. But it is a next level thing when you can have a relationship, a marriage where you can completely sit in silence with that person and be comfortable and be OK with it. And and bask in it almost, you know, um, because in this world, like our biz, our schedules are so busy, you know, with us having the amount of kids we have, our schedules are so busy. We're doing things constantly. But when we get those moments to ourselves and sometimes those moments don't require anything special, but just sitting in silence. Sometimes we sit and we, we both scroll on TikTok or whatever and laugh at memes. Um, but those are the best moments to me in our marriage is just when we are silent and peaceful. And in this chaotic world, we all should be the person that brings our spouses peace. And I feel like, and in my personal opinion, if you accomplish that in a marriage, if you make the goal to be your husband or your wife's peace, it will grow from wherever it's at. And you guys in that silence will learn so much about each other, oddly enough. Um, in that piece, you will learn so much about each other and yourselves and your marriage will just grow and flourish and move forward from there. Will there be bad times? Yes. Will there be hard times? 
Yes. Will will there be sad times? Of course. But as long as you understand the goal, if you understand the goal, be able to have a peaceful marriage and your goal should be to be that peace for your spouse in this crazy, crazy world. That should be your goal. So if you're going through something in your marriage and you're trying to fix it and you're trying, sometimes I feel like when we try to fix things in our marriage, it's almost forced. Like we got to fix this. We got to get through this. And it just ends up getting worse because we're just trying to force things that shouldn't be forced. If you are going through that, my biggest advice that I can give to anyone is just to be peaceful, be silent, be still and be peaceful with your spouse. And um, hopefully, you know, you have a spouse that will do the same for you and see where your marriage goes from there. So before I end this episode, I want to end it with this quote that I found. And when I read this quote, I was like, oh, this is such a cute quote. But I want to end it with this quote that I found. Don't know. And I don't know who the quote is by, but the quote reads, a good marriage isn't something you find. It is something you make and you have to keep making it. So if you're moving along in your marriage journey and you're going through a hard time, just remember to keep moving forward, just like in life. Um, Sometimes we have to sit in silence. Sometimes we have to sit in our peace, but keep moving forward on your marriage journey. Keep implementing your positive things and um, keep being your spouse's peace. So until our next episode, kings and queens, keep growing, keep loving, and living your sage.